Chapter 18 of Frigid Fracas by Mac Reynolds. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Dale Grothman. Joe Mauser had assumed there would be some sort of reverberations as a result of his run-in with the Sove officers, but hadn't suspected the magnitude of them. The next morning he had hardly arrived at the small embassy office which had been assigned him before his desk set lit up with general armstrong's habitually worried face he said without taking time for customary amenities major mauser could you come to my office immediately it wasn't a question in general george armstrong's office besides the general himself were his aide lieutenant anderson who joe had at long last sorted out from lieutenant dixon lieutenant colonel bella koseth and another Sov officer that Joe hadn't met before. Everybody looked very stiff and formal. The general said to Joe, Major Mauser, Colonel Kosef, and Captain Petrofi have approached me, as your immediate superior, to request that your diplomatic immunity be waived so that you might be called upon on a matter of honor. Joe didn't get it. He looked from one of the two Hungarians to the other, and then back at Armstrong, scowling. Lieutenant Anderson said unhappily, These officers have been named to represent Captain Sandoz Rakowski, Major. Bela Kosef clicked his heels, bowed, saying formally, Our principal realizes, Major Mauser, that diplomatic immunity prevents his issuing request for satisfaction. However, the Hungarian cleared his throat since honor is involved at long last it got through to joe his own voice went cold even general armstrong i the general said quickly mauser as an official representative of westworld you don't have to respond to anything as dashedly silly as a challenge to a duel the faces of the two hungarians froze joe finished his sentence I would appreciate it if you and Lieutenant Anderson would act for me. Kosef clicked his heels again. Gentlemen, the cold duello provides that the challenged choose the weapons. General Armstrong's face, unusually worried, was now dark with anger. Choice of weapons, eh? Against Sandoz Rakowski? If you will excuse us now, gentlemen. Lieutenant Anderson and I will consult with you in one hour in the Embassy Club and discuss the affair further. I say frankly, I have never heard of a diplomat being subjected to such a situation, especially on the part of officers of a country to which he is accredited. The Hungarians were unfazed. Kosef looked at his wrist chronometer. One hour in the Embassy Club, gentlemen. The two of them clicked again bowed at the waist, and were gone. General Armstrong glared at Joe. Dash it, if you hadn't been so confoundedly quick on the trigger, I could have warned you, Mauser. Mauser wasn't over being flabbergasted. You mean to tell me, he said, that those people still conduct duels? I thought duels had gone out back in the 19th century. Well, you're mistaken, Armstrong bit out. It seems to be a practice that can crop up in any decadent society. 
Remember Hitler revived it among the German universities? Well, it's all the rage now among the officers of the so world. Limited, however, to party members. The lowly proletariat are assumed not to have honor. Joe shrugged. I'm not exactly an amateur at combat, you know. The general snorted his disgust and turned to his aide. Lieutenant, go find Dr. Hare for me. Then wait in the outer office, then wait in the outer office until it's time for us to meet those heel-clicking Hungarians. Yes, sir, Anderson saluted, shot another look at Joe, as though in commiseration, and left hurriedly. What's wrong with him? Joe said. Armstrong pulled open a desk drawer, brought forth a bottle and glass, poured himself a strong one, and knocked it back without offering any to his junior officer. He replaced the bottle and glass, and turned his scowl back to Joe. Haven't you ever heard of Sandoz Rakowski? No. He happens to be also world fencing champion, and has been for six years. He also is third from the top amongst the Red Army pistol and rifle marksmen. I once saw him put on an exhibition of trick handgun shooting. Uncanny. The man has abnormal reflexes. The door opened, and Nadine was there. Joe, she said, Dick Anderson says you've been challenged to a frame-up duel by Sandoz Rakowski. Her eyes hurried on to Armstrong. George, this is ridiculous. Joe has diplomatic. Joe wasn't getting part of this. He broke in. What do you mean, frame-up, Nadine? We got into a hassle in a night spot last night. Armstrong said, Everybody simmered down, dash it. His eyes went to Joe. Sandor Rakowski doesn't get into hassles in night spots, not unless he's been ordered to. Captain Rakowski is what in the old days was known as a hatchet man. He snorted in deprecation. The party no longer considers purges among its own. Everything is all buddy-buddy now. Purges are something from the past. However, those on the very top sometimes find this unfortunate. One manner that has been devised to remove such party members who have become a thorn in the side of the powers that be is to have them challenged by such as Sandoz Rakowski. Joe settled down into a chair, more dumbfounded than ever. But that's ridiculous. Why? Why would they want me eliminated? Nadine said hurriedly, You don't have to accept. Joe said, If I don't, I'll be laughed out of town. Remember the big banquet the Pink Army gave me when I first arrived? The celebrated Major Joseph Mauser fling? What happens to Westworld privilege when the celebrated Joe Mauser backs down from a duel? Anderson mused. If Mauser refuses to duel, he's right. He'll be laughed out of town. If he accepts it and is killed, he is still removed from the scene. He looked from Joe to Nadine. Somebody evidently doesn't want Joe Mauser in Budapest pieces were beginning to fit in joe looked at general armstrong you're one of us aren't you one of the phil holland frank hodgson group he looked at nadine why wasn't i told am i a junior member or something that i can't be trusted armstrong snorted 
you should study up on revolutionary routine joe the smaller the unit of organization the better the fewer members you know the fewer you can betray here in the sov world back before the soves came to power the size of their cells was five members so the most any one person could betray was four the tick started in the side of joe's mouth armstrong said hurriedly don't misunderstand your fortitude isn't being questioned bravery no longer enters into it there are methods today under which nobody could hold up he seemed to come to a sudden decision we can't let this take place you'll have to back down mauser somehow there's been a leak and your real purpose for being in budapest is known very well phil holland and the others will simply have to send someone else to replace you but joe had had enough by now look he said everybody seems to think i can't take care of myself with this foppish molly and his fancy swordsmanship i've had fifteen years of combat joe nadine said don't be silly the man's a professional assassin this is his field not yours joe said flatly on the other hand i have a job to do and it doesn't involve being run out of budapest general armstrong said dash it don't go drivel happy on us mauser i've just told you the man's the best swordsman in europe and asia combined and the third best shot how is he with bowie knives joe said the end of chapter 18 of Frigid Fracas by Mac Reynolds. Recorded by Dale Grothman.